Do you ever feel that you've got so much on your plate that you actually can't add any more and you'd love to find ways to just give yourself some extra bandwidth to get things done and get back in control? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode 91, and today I'm going to give you at least five ways for you to create extra bandwidth in your mind and in your business. So this morning I went to see Stephen, my physio, because I was having a bit of a niggly back, and he's been helping me sort that out over the last couple of weeks. So there I was there under his care, and he's kind of doing what he was doing. And we were having lots of conversations like we always do. They turn into business and life. And I was talking about time. And I think I said something around, I just need to make more time for that. And then we talked about, well, actually, you can't really make more time and how it's very much more about what we do with our time. And then it got me thinking that on this podcast, we've not really done an episode in quite some time focused around how do we manage our time? How do we make the most of what we're doing? And are we actually doing the right things with our time as well? So as I was driving back, I thought I've got just the five tips I'd love to share with you today. So grab a piece of paper or pen, or if you are driving or running or doing whatever you're doing productively with your time whilst listening, then jump over to the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 91 and I'll summarise these five points for you as well. And as always, whenever I'm sharing things on the podcast, a lot of the time I'm actually relearning or getting those messages again for me to go, okay, span. I need to focus upon that or I need to give myself that gentle kick to say, have I let that slip or is that something that can help me as well? So I'm going to share some of the things that I've been doing and redoing in my business lately so that you can benefit from it also. So the first point is get everything that you've got in your head out of your head and down somewhere so that you can make more sense of it. And this is something that I didn't actually realise that was happening to me just a couple of weeks ago. So I typically manage multiple different projects. I'm working with different clients. I wear different hats and on exciting projects. And I love that part of my business in terms of how there's lots of variety. But because of that, sometimes it can be like a right, Osman, what am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? And I kind of fell into some bad habits of having lots of those actions lots of those tasks, lots of the things that I had to do and people were expecting me to do in my head, in different notepads, on post-it notes, yet just not in a system in any way. And I had a great catch up with a friend who is a systems geek. She is amazing. And I think I've talked about her before, the wonderful Amy Mitchell. And so we had a catch up. We haven't spoken for some time. I was hearing about her business. I was sharing what I'm getting up to as well. And it was a video call and I could see her reaction as I was talking about it going, okay, that's a lot of things that you're doing. And then she very cleverly was asking me questions around and how are you getting on with it? How's it all feeling? 
And I was saying, yep, it is good, but I do feel like I'm spinning a lot of plates and I'm just trying not to make any of those plates fall or slip. Because that's something, again, that's super important to me. I do value giving everything that I can to my project, to my clients, and having high standards in everything I do. So she asked me how I was managing it all and where was all those tasks held. And I think she knew the answer because she could see it in my face. I was saying, well, most of it's in my head and scribbled in all different places. And she gave me that look in terms of, oh, man, seriously. Because before I had some systems in place, so I had Asana, which I had used, which is just a basically a cool project management system slash to-do list slash communication tool for when you're working with your team or other people on multiple different projects. So I had set this up before. I had used it with great success at the start, but it's something that I just let slip. So Amy being Amy, she then jumped onto a screen share on her computer. She was just basically showing me around Asana. She's like, just set things up in this way and X, Y, and Z, and this is how it can make life easier for you. So I got my new set up effectively because I wanted to split it up into different projects, different parts of my business that I'm focusing on. And she just showed me a basic setup for it. And honestly, that one thing just made me go, okay, a sigh of relief. And then I spent the next couple of days basically taking everything that I had on my different notepads, on post-it notes and in my head and literally dumping them into Asana, which effectively is now my second brain. And honestly, just doing that gave me a sense of relief. I was able to go, okay, I'm not having to hold them in my head anymore. It feels like it's there. Not all of those things have to happen right now, but at least they're all captured in this one place that I can access on my phone, on the computer, on my iPad. It's just this one centralized place. So really, that is my first tip. Honestly, get everything out your head and put it in one place. You find out what works for you. But honestly, I've fallen head over heels back in love with Asana and having it all in that one place. And it's made me actually be ruthless. So I also used to carry around and use the best self journal because again, it was a way for me every single day to capture down what am I doing that day. There's elements around reflections, which I still like. But what that meant was effectively, I was just writing things from a master list from the start of the week into the next page, into the next week. And it was just getting a bit too messy. So I've actually decided to just use that system, that journal for reflections and for tracking and instead use everything else on Asana. And then even in that system, you can then create different projects, you can create different teams, especially if you are juggling different parts of your business or life, you can even have your personal to-do list and project all in that one place as well. So I'm sure I've said it a lot now, but get everything out of your mind and that alone can help you get extra bandwidth and just have more breathing space as well. So the second thing is once you've captured everything out of your head and when it's all in one place, in my case, as I keep saying about Asana, I'll put links into that. It is a free tool as well, so I'm on the free version. So you can use any system, but that one tends to work for me now. And when you then see all your different tasks that make up the different projects that you might be involved in or focusing on, it then allows you to really ask yourself, am I the best person to do that? And again, another way, it sounds so simple and obviously very obvious, but can you delegate anything that's on that list for other people? So if you've got a team, 
Can you delegate it to them? If you don't currently have a team, do you have anybody that helps you in your business, whether that's a virtual assistant, whether that's a family member or anybody that can help you to go, right, let me use their expertise and obviously reward them as well in terms of financially or whatever way that you want to, to allow you to have that different skill set that can help you in those tasks as well. And sometimes it just might be actually recognizing that paying for that extra resource can help you to just give yourself time to do something else that's actually more important for your business or that it uses your unique skills or your experience even more instead of you doing things that actually is costing your business money in terms of wasted time, wasted energy in that way. So again, as I was going through my to-do list, which is now out of my head, I was able to go, do you know something? I've kind of taken that back on where actually my virtual assistant could do that and starting to see some patterns in terms of tasks where I need some extra support and help in. So that's now allowed me to start to look at, right, who is that person that I need to find that's got particular skill sets to help me with some tasks that are kind of coming up over and over again as well. And then the third thing to give yourself extra bandwidth is to look at some of those things that you've said yes to that might be on your to-do list and actually think, are they still relevant? Are they still things that you want to say yes to? Because actually, some of them you might want to say, that's not important anymore or nope, that no longer fits into what I'm focused upon or what works for me or what works for my business as well. And when you get to see everything in that one place, for me, that gave me that sense of, okay, there is a lot happening in the world of rapid transformation, really exciting things. So it wasn't a case of me going, I'm down and miserable and I hate what I'm doing, not at all. But it gave me that chance to see, okay, there's a few different projects. How do they fit again into my 90-day plans, my goals for the 90 days? How does that fit into my year goals, etc.? And there were some things I was able to quickly look at and go, that just doesn't need to have that priority right now. So I was able to go back and go, no, that's not right anymore. And again, even from a business point of view, since doing that, I've actually had a few opportunities that have come my way, which in the past I would have thought, they're great opportunities. I could do that. It's obviously great for business. And actually, when I look at that, my first reaction was, it doesn't fit right for me just now in terms of what I'm focused on. So I was able to say no a lot quicker instead of taking it on thinking I could do it all. So actually sometimes saying no can actually help you to grow things and give yourself that bandwidth even more. And sometimes it can make you have to make some hard decisions that actually are better for you and better for your business. So you might have heard me talk about before on previous podcast episodes that I was excited. I was planning to do a joint retreat in Bali with my great friend Natalie Sisson and we were getting into that planning mode for it. I was speaking to some clients, some people that expressed an interest, but then looking at everything that I was doing and I also had this inkling, this feeling of which I'm learning to trust my gut so much more that I just kept going, oh, when it came to even booking flights, I was being a bit resistant to be able to do that. So I had a catch up with Natalie a couple of weeks ago and we just had a great conversation. I was telling her about all the great things that I'm doing, but also how there's a lot of things that I'm doing. And then there's a couple of projects that I'm involved in that actually have got some real big milestones that are going to be happening in the next month and the rest of this quarter starting into the next one. 
So actually looking at it in reality, come on, I love Bali. I would absolutely jump at the chance of going there. But then looking at the practicalities and also juggling family life and the other projects and making sure that I'm still there for my clients, I actually made that decision to say this year is not the best time for me to do that retreat. And after making that decision, again, there was that feeling of relief, okay? So it means that I will definitely do that at some point again, likely next year, but again, I'll reevaluate goals as things go and as they progress. But also we're looking at what else we could do later on in this year as well together. So sometimes it means that you actually get to look at some of the decisions that you've made and get to redecide to invest back into that or to go, that's not right for me anymore. And then you can readjust accordingly. And the same thing can happen in terms of the fourth point to give yourself extra bandwidth is to look at the priorities and look at timescales. So some of those projects that were literally on my to-do list, as I was going through them, I was able to go, okay, when does that task need to be done? And some things were more time critical than other things. I was delivering a great workshop last week, so I spent a bit more time prior to that going, how do I bespoke this workshop to meet the exact needs of this team? How do I then get things sorted, i.e. the workbooks to get to the printers on time? So all these things were things that had to happen well before that workshop was being delivered. But then there was extra things that I thought that'd be nice to do, but it's not business critical in any way for me to do that this week. So I was able to really look at things and actually go, right, let me readjust that due date. Let me get other people involved if appropriate. So again, going back to the delegating part and even reprioritizing some of the projects and negotiating with some of them. And again, that's why I particularly love 90 day goals because As I was going through these tasks and projects, I was able to go, right, what's really going to help make the difference towards what my 90-day goals are? And if there's things that actually are not important to that, I was able to go, great, it's captured in the later list effectively, but I don't have to worry about it anymore. And even in terms of Asana, what I love about it is I'm able to view my task list in terms of what needs to happen today and I can hide everything else. And then I can have a sense of what has to happen in this coming week. And again, look at it and go, right, I know what's happening, but everything else I can literally just not have in my vision to overwhelm me in any way. And again, I can renegotiate on that based upon what's happening and different things where I can go, is that still right? What do I have to do? And also sometimes looking at things and going, well, that can be broken into smaller tasks. So I might not be able to do the full thing just now, but how can I take a small action to be able to move it forward as well? And it's also allowed me to become even more realistic with some of the times I was putting against some things. So I would say, do you know something? That'll take me an hour. But in reality, actually that might have taken me two hours or two and a half hours. So I'm able to really look at that and go, okay, realistically, how long is that going to take me? And am I plotting that in accordingly? And that then leads me on to the last point here as well, which is batching. And again, I've talked about batching before. On this podcast, I share it with my clients and it makes a big difference for me. And some people call it time blocking, some people call it batching. But the premise of it is really giving yourself a good chunk of time to really focus on a task or certain tasks that are quite similar in nature. So that might be, for example... If I'm doing some creative work, that might be designing a new workshop. It might be 
coming up with ideas for this podcast, for example, all those things are quite in the creative space for me compared to actually having one-to-one coaching calls with clients or compared to doing admin stuff or website stuff or finance stuff. So if you actually then look at your diary and even your tasks in your system, you're able to then look at what category does this fall into. So for example, if it's a finance task, you can then bundle them all together. If it's a business development call type of task, you can put them all together as well if it's creativity work. So you might have different categories compared to me. But what that then allows you to do is to block out time in your diary for those batches of tasks. So for me, I don't now let tasks go into my diary unless they are coaching calls or actual appointments with people. But instead, I then put batches of tasks in my diary. For example, it might be development work, i.e. creative work. So I put that in And I look at what I've got coming up and I'm able to go, right, how much time do I need to put in that for this next week or next month? And it allows me to just, again, be proactive, but also to be flexible in that as well. And looking to see, have I got enough time for the things that I'm doing? Because otherwise, if you don't block it in your diary as well, I know what can happen for me. I can then have lots of meetings, lots of client demands on my diary. And then that's all great because I'm literally on calls all the time. But then I can feel that I've got all this extra stuff to do and I don't have enough bandwidth in my diary or resources or even energy at times. So again here, just going back to some of those practices of really batching tasks according to the same energy. And that's important because it then means, for example, if there's admin tasks, let's say this morning I had a bunch of finance things to do. And that involved paying some invoices, updating some trackers, and I scheduled 40 minutes for that. And honestly, everything that I had that fitted in there, it just got done and I was just in that space and I was on fire. And now it's done and I don't have to worry about it. I've not got things lingering in my head until the next time I go into that batch of tasks as well. So ask yourself that honest question, are you potentially doing too much task switching, which might be that one minute you're then focusing on business development stuff, next thing you're going on to a client call, the next thing you're trying to sort out your website, the next time that you're trying to figure out what you're doing for dinner tonight, all that could literally pull you from pillar to post and that could absolutely zap your bandwidth and your energy. So instead, take back more control of it as well. So there you have it, five simple ways for you to create extra bandwidth in your mind and in your business. So get it all out your head, which is number one, and into a system that works for you. Delegate or get someone else to do the things that play to their superpowers or their strengths even more. Learn to say no slash renegotiate some of the things, which is number three. Number four is to really be realistic with your time scales. Again, prioritize, review, change them if you need to. And number five, focus on batching your tasks according to similar type of activities or similar type of energy because you'll make things flow a lot more magically. You'll be more productive and you'll get a lot more done as well. And then a final one, which is an extra little bonus and it's also a reminder for me is it does pay off for you taking breaks as well. So don't overfill your diary for all work stuff and then you're literally accounted for every single minute, every single hour and not give time for you in there as well. 
And that is something that I am learning or again, relearning to focus on and actually put myself in there as an appointment, as a batch of tasks for me to be able to go, right, how do I have more downtime? How do I have time to focus on some of my goals, such as getting out, doing more walking, actually just spending more time with family and really being present in that zone without thinking there's a lot to do, there's a lot to do, there's a lot to do. And I sent Amy a message, I think it was last week, where I said, I actually feel like I've got to the end of the day and I've ticked everything off my to-do list for that day on Asana. And I honestly, I felt like that was it. I didn't have anything else to do. Yes, I had like a hundred other tasks still in my to-do list, but they were planned. They were scheduled for due dates that were not that day. And honestly, I turned off my computer, I turned off the app on my phone and I was able to go, this actually feels like I've done. And for me, that was a big thing, something I've not necessarily had for quite some time. So it's a feeling that I love and it's a feeling that I'd love you to have as well. So I hope this episode has helped you just to recognize some of the patterns or habits or strategies that are working well for you so that you can keep them working well for you. Or has there been anything that might have worked well for you in the past but you've let slip and it might just be that opportunity for you to pull up your socks and to make sure that things don't go further down that path of not working for you. So you get to get back into the systems that have worked for you in the past and you might have picked up some top tips from me on this episode that would allow you to really create more bandwidth in your life as well. So I am just about to finish wrapping up this episode. I'm going to send it over to my wonderful podcast editor for him to work his magic on. And then I don't have to worry about it until the task pops back up on my list for me to just finalize show notes and for it to get published on the interwebs for you to be able to listen to as well. And I'm going to sign off now and I am going to go down to the gym to do a quick workout and then also to go and relax, have a swim, go for a sauna and then come back home to play with the boys and to spend time with Shireen as well, which at the time of recording will still involve watching the latest episode of Love Island. So be kind to yourself, give yourself space, allow yourself to prioritise and create extra bandwidth and I look forward to sharing even more with you on next week's episode. So until then, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.